Coming up on TMS, Menage Quad. The deep cake is a lie. Nine Inch Nails on a chalkboard. Deaths from monkeypox are rarely fatal. All in on the nurple booby. Duh, twinning. <laughs> Body horror fantasies, delicately explored. Crowbar with two functional ends. Partial eclipse of the red on airlight. Goth teats. I'll sleep on you, He-Man. Left head, right head, lower head. Percy Jackson and the Zeus hole. Namor's snitch feet with Steven and more <laughs> of this episode of The Morning Stream. The Ohio Department of Health is reporting the state's first death from monkeypox, but state health officials say there's no need to panic because deaths from the disease are rarely fatal. Dumb bear son of a bitch. Only my homeboys call me Rome, pig. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to TMS. It's Monday, October 3rd, 2022. I'm Scott, and he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Hello. I got a question I have to ask you because it caught, popped into my head this morning, and I haven't been able to shake it. Okay. And ask, I know this, ask your question. This is going to be a little bit weird, everybody. So Ask the Putin question. Don't, <laughs> don't feel bad or don't feel uh, too nervous about it, but it is a little bit of a weird question. Here you go. If you were a conjoined twin, all right? <laughs> yeah. Which way would you prefer it? Would you prefer the the two heads on the same body or one head or, you know, heads stuck together, two body, two full bodies? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So basically you're asking would I prefer one head, two bodies or one body, two heads. Yeah, basically. For yeah. sure. Even, two heads. For sure. Two heads. For sure. One, two heads. One body, two yeah. heads. Okay. So yeah. that, that way. It's not like one of you needs to, I don't know, take a dump and the other one has to just sit there having a bad time. If you got to go, you both got to go at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's my, (laughs) that's my answer. That's funny that you, that that is the first, the, the problem that you go to immediately with having one head and two bodies is, oh my God, what if one of us has to poop? Well, okay. the other one doesn't. But there's still the, there are bigger questions. Like, let's say, uh, if you have two distinct personalities in each head. But, yeah. but one body, that means that those two people are probably going to have different likes, tastes, whatever. They're going to want to marry different people, as, for example. Relationships they with different human could. beings. Yeah. So now yeah. if they do that, that's a problem. Because let's just, uh, I don't want to get too indelicate here, but let's just say... <laughs> You know, you're in a. We'll even keep it. We'll keep it PG. You're in the you're in the car uh, at the drive-in movie, and yeah. uh, the the girl that or sorry, the head that is out with the girl. Why can't Why can't I be out with two girls then? Um, I could be in the middle of the back seat, and there could be a woman on each side of me, and I could be making out with two women at once. No, you could. That's right, you could. Yeah. Okay. Now let's 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 turn your fantasy into my fantasy really quick, okay, Scott. So uh, that's not bad. But there's also complications. <laughs> let's say you need to you get married. Let's say you marry both girls. Sure. Okay. And and you even sure. do the wedding on the same day. It's all great. Head off sure. to the honeymoon. How are we handling that? Lo- those logistics. <laughs> What's going on there? You know. Head off to the honeymoon. Is it just a bunch uh, of uh, you know? Jeez. Oh, are we? Are you just like saying, all right? Well, we we were we were nice and delicate before. Now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I just saying, like you got two of them now, and you got two people, and it's just a. I don't know. It sounds complicated to me. Uh. Well, well uh, let's. <laughs> and I don't mean the physical act. I mean like. 
the relationships uh, of it because crowbar like, has uh, a crowbar has uh, two two ends, <laughs> two functional ends to it. No, wait, wait, wait. That doesn't work because you got. Have you? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Brian, Brian did go indelicate. I'm just, I'm saying like relationship wise. No, I, was wise, as, I think I was as euphemistic as possible. I'm just saying like, if you love the one girl and the other head loves yes. the other girl, and I don't know if that's how it works. I mean, I met, I know that what Chang and Eng married two women, didn't they? Like they, um, did they? I think so. But is everybody all in on the gig? Like the, 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 they have to be. I mean, you. <laughs> this is one of those things you can't like say. You can't hide and say reveal on the third date, right? It's like something the the woman. Oh no, obviously, knows yeah, yeah, what yeah. they're getting into. Yeah, yeah. That, I obviously that's true. But I'm just trying to figure so, out, like, from a logistic standpoint, who, like, if you're fighting with one wife. Oh yeah, Chang and Ang married sisters. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's worse then. <laughs> <laughs> or it's at least weirder. I'm not saying worse. Whatever. Everybody do your own it's thing. Just, it's just, just probably not happening simultaneously, like any any messing around, right? Yeah, but it is it is whether it isn't or isn't, right? Like as if let's say let's say it's it's purely like, hey, we're gonna go have a little fun together, me and my wife, says the right head. Yeah. And so the right head, which includes the left head, they go off and have their fun with wife number one. Does left sure. head just kind of read a comic book off to the side, you know, stare at the television, not really interested in this, even though it's <laughs> it's it's that that dude has the shares the wiener and everything else, or is it like what is that? It's just such a different thing. I'm I don't know why I want to know. I just want to know, like why? I think uh, yeah. I mean, I I I guess I don't know. You do whatever. Whatever the, the the situation calls for and is comfortable to all parties involved, really. You can't just say, okay, well, whenever left head wants to make out with his wife, right head has to make out with his wife. You know, it's it's just yeah, they would, and that's uh, that's what I'm saying is since you can't, yeah. you, since you wouldn't simultaneous all the time, I just think you can't make you can't put. I don't know, you you can't uh, put rules on that until you're actually in that situation to be able to say. Uh, Here's what works for us. Like Here's would one, what it would, would one of the heads be annoyed if they didn't like the wife of the other head? Oh know? yeah, I think you definitely would. That that almost feels like it would be. You know, if there are no rules, this would be the one rule that would break the rule. But yeah, you you know, you basically would have to get approval. Yeah, yeah. Both heads would have to give approval for the for each of the marriages. Yeah, it's you like, would have no, to you're fully. Stuck, you're literally con- stuck with that person. Yeah, <laughs> you are stuck with somebody you may or may not actually like. I guess if yeah, they're sisters, yeah. were they twin sisters in the case of the, the thing you were talking uh, about? I don't know. They didn't show photos of the Yates sisters okay. that Chang and Eng married, but uh, they, I mean, I assume they were sisters. They both had the last name Yates. Okay. So. All right. Well, may they all live forever together. <laughs> uh, it's been a hell of a week, you guys. I had a, uh, of course, the horrible death in the family. Uh, yeah. Kim had to go to the funeral. She just got back yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, in the middle of the afternoon, uh, we had a wedding like four days before that, and Crap then a funeral, and now we got a birth in the next twenty-four hours or so. Oh, so it's okay. I saw this in there. I said, I saw it in the show notes: a wedding, a funeral, and a birth. And I'm like, oh, so didn't wow, she had the baby, and you you refrained from any social media about it, but she didn't. No, she didn't have it yet. No, she's okay. having labor pains, but they're not regular enough to go in. So we were we, gotcha. we've been on standby kind of mode, just like okay, yeah. let's see how this goes. She's very, 
very pregnant. Like if you saw her at a profile, <laughs> you'd be like, oh my gosh, freaking, uh, I don't know what I'm looking at there. She's got a, her, her, she carries way out in front as well. So it's like a very okay. distended sort of pregnancy. Um, right. all, all signs are good. Lots of green lights. Everything's good. But now it's just a matter of anywhere between the last couple of days and the next couple of days is the range. And if she doesn't have it by today, mm-hmm. they're inducing her tomorrow. Okay. So, so go in and for sure, for sure by tomorrow night, there will be, uh, Scott will be a grandpa twice over. Yep. There'll be a little baby girl, uh, named Phoebe, nothing to do with friends. And then... <laughs> And then, uh, you know, everything will be great. I, I get that, by the way. For a while, we had to do... Uh, our son's name is Tristan. Nothing to do with Legends of the Fall. Yep, yep. Uh, I was I was actually going to ask you about that. Maybe I even have asked you about it, but... Uh, yeah. Nope. I think I did a long time ago. I actually said yeah, when he the, was like 12, I'm like, hey, Brian, did you name him after the movie thing? Which you had nope. probably at that stage had been asked a billion times. I had, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we'd ever talked about it here, but no, he was named after Sir Tristan of the Round Table and the Tristan and Isolde uh, fable from... Uh, uh, old English fable, fable, and uh, as well as the Tristan from All Creatures Great and Small, which was my favorite book series as a kid mm. um, about a couple of veterinarians in the UK. And nice. I just always loved that, loved that name. It's a great name. Nothing to do with Brad yeah. Pitt, you guys, so quit asking. Right. No exactly. one asked. Exactly. Jeez. No one asked. As soon as we saw that movie, we're like, ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. Freaking damn Brad, it. Brad Pitt, you bastard. All right, moving I on. I guess we have to go with our runner-up name, which is Galahad. Galahad would have been great. Who else is in there? You got your, uh, um, let's see. There's Sir Gawain. <laughs> Don't call him Gawain. That's terrible. How about uh, Sir... Um, who, who's the Gawain. Who's the one? I don't like, no one's going to be named Gawain. Name a Gawain. Do you know a Gawain? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, I don't know. No, nobody's named Gawain. Nobody. Uh, Gawain Wade from <laughs> a different world. <laughs> there are no Gawains out there. Uh, Who else is there? The Galahad, Tristan... Who's the big uh, one? There's a big one that we're not thinking of here. Uh, sir. It's a big one, and it's a great one. It's ooh, a, I don't know. It's the one I lance a lot. That's oh, the one. Oh, lance a lot, of course. Jeez, the one with the one that hooked up with uh, Guinevere. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Percival. And, yeah, Percival's a good good one. But then he'd have to be known as Percy. You don't want that. No, definitely not. That's like... Boy, talk about uh, you know. Ah, oh, my name is Percival. Yeah, and then that just kind of evolved uh, over the years. Hi, hey, Percy. Hello, Hi, Percy. Percy. Yeah, Percy Jackson and the Soaring Stone of the Zeus Pole, or whatever that movie was called. Um, <laughs> and then, the, and then, you, and if you did Lancelot, you go by Lance. That's cool. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if you go back in time, sure. Lance would be Lance. See, Lance also. I know a Lance, and he's he's really cool. Actually, I know a couple Lances. Lance. Uh, um. Anderson, a uh, podcaster who was uh, Verge of the Fringe mm. in, in Orange County. Really cool guy and very cool podcaster. Is he still uh, then, still doing that show? Still around? I don't think so. I mean, he's still around, but I don't think he's... I don't even know if he's doing podcasting anymore. He might be. Mm, um, pod I'm so out of the listening to podcast <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. See. Yeah, who, who, I know another Lance who's a big packer fan but uh that's that's a that's a whole other story i think if i know any lances i know one lance guy that sold me my uh my hot tub back in the day his name was lance, <laughs> lance the hot tub salesman yeah lance. i'm sure i'm sure there's some lances in our tadpole there have to be that you know that we've met at nertacular or something oh yeah if there's not a lance out there yeah. listening i'll eat my i'll eat my lance whatever that means all right hey brian i got an email i'd like to share from ben 
This Please. Made, this made me yeah. laugh. This made me laugh pretty hard. Um, he says that, oh, shit. You know what? There's a theme for this. Send and receive oh, yeah. email. Uh, this is what he said. He said, you guys did the ultimate red on air light the other day. And it's ironic that it was not only a red on air light and it was Bill's segment where the red on air light was born. But yeah. I'll read this email and you see what I mean. Bill shared another Lara Kampf video last week. And you guys said you'd never seen her videos before. Lara Kampf made the podcasting rig with the red on air light. <laughs> Thanks for helping all of us olds feel like our brains, we have, sorry, like we have Brian cells to spare. He meant brain. Yeah. Yeah. He meant brain. We know what he meant. Um, ben? Yeah, well, you, we, this show does have Brian cells to spare, especially on Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah, there's always a few of those extra cells. But here's the deal. Uh, you're not wrong. That is the ultimate. Uh, how ironic it is that we couldn't it's remember ironic, that. ironic, but I wouldn't consider it a second red on air light. Because it's not like we, you know, the right the right thing would have been like, um, oh my God, she made a uh, podcasting rig, Laura Camp. Like, mm-hmm. you know, basically saying that again would be the red on air light. We didn't discuss something that we'd discussed before. We just basically forgot that we'd that we'd seen her videos before. Well, I guess that is kind of the red on air light. It's thing, a little it? close to it, but it, it kind of is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, a little different, but the yeah, the the uh, the moon isn't fully eclipsing the sun, but it's a partial eclipse. Yeah, it's a partial eclipse. Sure. Still don't stare at it though. Don't do that. Yeah, it's a partial eclipse of the red on air light. Yeah, that's, yeah. What it is. that's what it is. That's a great song from the eighties. Uh, anyway, thank you, Ben, for your email. <laughs> Brian, you Brian. you went to a concert. How'd it go? I did. It was excellent. So I went and saw My Chemical Romance, which the whole uh, the whole time I was joking, like out to dinner with Tina beforehand and saying, oh my gosh, we're going to go see the Chemical Romancers or Romancing the Chemicals or whatever. Uh, nice. Uh, beautiful location, uh, Pepsi or a former Pepsi Center, Ball Arena. It's now called Ball Arena after the um, ball... Uh, aerospace and engineering and stuff. Um, they had two opening acts. Uh, Taking Back Sunday was one of them, and it was fant- they were fantastic. Mm. I, I I was familiar with maybe one or two songs by Taking Back Sunday. Um, those guys put on an incredible show, and lead singer just as charismatic as Gerard Way from from uh, MCR. The first opening act, which I gotta say, I wasn't too jazzed about was like basically nine inch nails on a chalkboard is what my description they were heavy industrial electronic uh band called youth code um people enjoyed them people you know there were people in the audience who loved them we this is just not our jam but hey whatever more for more for everybody else but uh can i I play a a little taste of it you sent me in this uh yes yes okay here you go everybody this is a little just a little bit of it uh brian sent this favorite part is the silhouettes of people walking in front of your camera that makes it seem like they're leaving you know <laughs> like they're getting out yeah, of it kind of was yeah yeah uh no, not no they were those but... were arriving if they're going right to left then they're arriving yeah uh the uh it took us four songs to realize that the lead the lead vocalist was a woman oh let's see i already forgotten you told me this already and yeah. i already in my head i'm like oh look at that dude <laughs> Yeah. Oops. Uh, and one of the things that she did that she did multiple times, I never was able to capture it on video, was to hork up a loogie 
spit it straight up in the air Ugh. high. And she'd get it up high. I think she'd like jump and spit at the same time. And she'd get up super high. And then she'd come down and she'd catch it in her hand and then keep singing like, like you know, and why? touching the microphone with loogie hand. And it's like, oh, man. Why? Oh. Why? why are they doing that? Oh. Uh, I don't need that. Oh. I don't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the appropriate. That is the appropriate sound that goes along with that. That's so gross. But dude. Uh, oh my again, gosh. you know, good good for them. They had a they had a uh, they got invited to to open for My Chemical Romance. A lot of people enjoyed them. Whatever, not not uh, not for us. Just not your bag of cheese there. Exactly. I get you. By the way, I like I like how everybody complains about the audio clip you just played, and not the descriptive loogie catching and throwing that. Uh, oh yeah, the that, that, that sound clip from an old film sack movie, which was fake anyway, must really truly be the grossest thing about right, this story. The, not Brian actually at, witnessing. Yeah, yeah, not this debauchery that Brian saw on stage. <laughs> not at all. Who does that? Who the, spits uh, anything anywhere and then is it part of your uh, blah? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but MCR, so My Chemical Romance, uh, Tina and I were, were, I don't even know if you could say we were casual fans before. We knew Black Parade, we knew uh, the song Teenagers and Na 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 Na, which is the name of one of their songs. Yeah. Um, uh, we became big fans of the band and man, their stage was amazing. So they had this cool three-dimensional post-apocalyptic like destroyed buildings and stuff in the background. And at first we thought, Oh, it's a really cool painted backdrop. And then the lights would hit and you realize, Oh wow. No, those are three dimensional buildings in front of a post-apocalyptic landscape painting. It was just so, so cool. That's awesome. Um, Love that. uh, and they dropped it halfway through the first song that, which was, uh, uh, foundations of decay, mm. which is really, really cool. Uh, I gotta say we're fans now. We're like, Oh yeah, let's listen to some, uh, some, some, Chemical Romance, man. It was very, very cool. So they went from somebody else's Chemical Romance to your Chemical Romance. Or in your, if you, if I were you, I would say my Chemical Romance. Now well, you there can, are now our Chemical oh, Romance. Oh, it's our. They used oh. to be, it used to be their Chemical Romance because uh-huh. everybody else liked them. But now it's our Chemical oh, Romance. We okay. all share the Chemical Romance. All right. Well, I, I, I'm glad you had a good time. I like those guys. <laughs> they're, they're good. They're a good man. They are good. Yeah, they are good. I really, you know, my, my knowledge of their appearance uh, shows the age of like how how <laughs> out of touch I was with them. Like, oh, they didn't come out in band leader uniforms because mm. that was apparently like you know four albums ago. Uh, oh, that was a thing. Probably a dozen years ago when Black Parade came out, that was their their look. Gotcha. The uh, the crowd uh, was almost cookie cutter. Like there was. Um, it was almost like they handed out black lipstick at the at the entrance. You had to wear black lipstick. Okay. The colors were black and red by everybody. Yeah. Uh, their their outfits. Uh, a lot of uh, um, fishnet, torn fishnet stockings and um, uh, pants with a lot of zippers and stuff on them. Which you know is really great when you're going through a metal detector at the entrance. Oh sure, yeah, you have to explain <laughs> your pants. Basically. Exactly. Why is there such a delay in getting into the place? Oh, that's why. Did you partake um, in any of these dress codes? Did you wear any uh, fishnet? I or wore any? black. I wore uh, I wore dark blue jeans and a black button-up shirt. Mm. I just said, "Look, I, I'm already going to look like you know somebody's dad chaperoning." Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. the risk we run at our age going to concerts. You guys, 
We look like exactly. someone's dad, and we're exactly. cha- yeah chaperoning. You know, nobody wants to look like they're chaperoning. It's not cool. It's not a cool look. We did see we did see a bunch of other people who were on the older side. So we're like, oh yeah, hey look, that guy's old as old as us. Oh look, that guy over there is as old as us. So yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah, we needed to go through a metal detector, uh, Claire. Uh, well, not our first time seeing emos or goths or whatever, but um, but it, it was kind of again, you know, the MCR, My Chemical Romance, is an older band. I, just, I, can, I should call them one or the other. We'll say MCR. They, they spread. MCR, they they span a couple of generations for sure. In terms they of they span like a couple of generations, and yeah. so the audience coming to see them were were spread all all around like the 20s and 30s and probably even some 40s um but it felt like major portions of all three of those groups were all dressed <laughs> all dressed emo as mm. opposed to like all right the 20s and 30s in their emo outfits but then the uh uh, uh you know the 40-year-olds in, in kind of what I was wearing the black button up sure the uh we did see one one gal wearing a t-shirt uh let's see i'm trying to remember the order of things that were written on her t-shirt i think it said big uh uh t uh, uh you know the the word for a woman's breasts oh uh, uh yes teats yes. i assume it was teats. Yeah, uh, yeah right yeah. uh goth anna nicole smith oh was the, what her t-shirt said so big that was t, that an goth order anna nicole smith. was that an order of importance to that person do you think like one through three top top being you know teats it might and then, be yeah okay. yeah Right. Uh, that might have been like, you know, an order of importance. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if there was a band, actually, because that would be a great name for a band is Big T Goth. Could uh, be. Anna Nicole Smith. But no, I'm just looking. There's not one. What does Anna sadly. Nicole Smith have to do with any of those people? Like, I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had a good time is the important thing. And uh, yeah. who was it? Tony Anthony gave you tickets. That's awesome. Nice. nice. Yes. Yeah, so big thanks to uh, Anthony in the chat room who wasn't able to go, bought the tickets for his daughter. They they weren't able to go and they gave the tickets to us. And we are eternally uh, grateful. So nice. Um, yeah. So in uh, 1000 years, find Brian and he'll still be grateful. Because he'll be <laughs> Because of eternity. That's, That's right. how eternity works. It just keeps going. That's it never right. ends. That's right. All right. Brian is finally ready. We're good. Oh, We're good. Ready. We can add him now? All right. We can add him now. All right. He See, was- <laughs> we so deftly delayed that, uh, you know, you couldn't even tell that we were delaying. We were just sort of, you know, riffing, making a show. And then right. Dunaway joins us, which will be great. I'm really looking forward to this, so I'll just push this button and get it started. Well, 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 what do we have here? It's Brian Dunaway joining us for the Morning Half Asses, a little game we play on Mondays, and it wouldn't be the same without you. Hi, Brian. Welcome back. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello. Oh, hello. What'd your weekend go like? What are you guys doing for this Monday? My my weekend? Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's not a trick question. Was that good, eh? uh, (laughs) I mean, I know you did film sack with us. That was fun, but other than that. I did. That was was the fun part. Then I slept all day Sunday. I well, felt horrible. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And then that. I got up just in I got up just in time to uh to uh how much is too much information? I don't know, go for it. Right. Uh, did you <laughs> did you get a little we'll, di- we'll let you know when you when you finally cross that line. You, we'll say it's too late. You crossed the line. You uh, crossed the line. Fantastic. Let's just say there was an intestinal problem. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you feel better though. I don't like yes. that. No no weekend should be I don't either. Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. That's no fun. Where'd you get it? Yeah. Some bad you My get some bad stomachal romance is Your you stomachal romance, exactly. Yeah. Did you get some bad food or what there's happened? A, there? it does, there's a stomach bug going around. Oh, uh, 
I hate those. Yeah. Yeah. Those can, those can eat a turd. I don't like them. No, sorry, they no. tried to. Yeah, I'll bet it did. <laughs> uh, well, it's well, the opposite effect. Welcome back, though. It's yeah. good to have you here, and uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and get a thing going here. Hey, uh, Brian, uh, Ibbett, you're going to have to explain the rules because we don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. I can do that. Welcome to the Morning Half-Asses, a trivia game where I'm going to be giving you two chuckleheads the answers. I'm going to be giving you guys a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. If you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. Guess one and get it right, you get a point. If you get uh, guess two correctly, you get three points. And if you guess all three correctly, you get five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the uh, wins the prize or the rise for their contestant. <laughs> and I pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to be here with us live today. Scott, you're going to be playing for Brian Clemens of Gilbert, South Carolina. I hope he's doing okay. Oh. Do, you know, do you know where Gilbert is? Is it more inland or closer? Yeah. Uh, where is Gilbert? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's further. Yes, yeah, I live all the way. I live closest to Georgia. So pretty much everything. Okay. To me, is is almost everything's gonna be eastern. Yeah, Gilbert's a little more eastern. Okay. They probably they they probably got like most of us a little Lots bit of rain, rain, a little bit yeah. of wind. Yeah. 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 Okay. Residuals. All right. Hope you're doing all right, Brian. Yeah. Uh, and then Brian, you're gonna be playing for Milo of Monterey, Mexico. Oh, very nice, Monterey. So, Milo of Monterey, Monterey Milo is what we call him. Sure. Uh, back in the day. Sure. Uh, all right. If you guys are ready, looks like you guys are both logged into the game. Let's go ahead and give you your questions and we're starting with one that was actually submitted by a listener and uh, big thanks to Stephen oh. Forster aka Winmagus in the chat submitted this <gasps> one <laughs> most <laughs> sorry Brian's Dunaway's reaction with a gasp is uh, weird <laughs> it's, so it's weird shocking. yeah it's really weird yeah anyway. <gasps> Uh, most Magic the Gathering sets take place on different planes of the multiverse. M -m -m multiverse. Uh, Ravnica is a plane that is a giant city and ruled by ten different guilds, each relating to a two-color combination from the game. Which of these are actual guilds <laughs> in Ravnica? Okay. Your choices are... <laughs> not going to know this. Uh, Piltover, Celestnaya, Noxus, is it... Rakdos and Demacia. When you said "is it," I thought you were asking is again it, if it was. Is it? Is it this next to? I'm is it, or is it not? Yeah. And, yeah. and when Magus could correct me on my pronunciations of any of those, Piltover, Celestia, Noxus, is it Rakdos and Demacia, or Demacia? It'd be well, Demacia. Well, I know one. Of I guess these it's is, a card yeah. game. You can pronounce it any way you want. Well, right? you could. Like, yeah, you could. Yeah. I know one of these is 100% not in there because it's from a whole different game, but um, the rest oh, wow. of these have no idea. Oh, which one is that one? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after you get it wrong. <laughs> um, good lord! I, I right. I I got into this for a little bit, and I'm trying. I'm trying to see if I feel like I'm gonna get one of these wrong. Yeah, I'll do yeah, I'll do two. Yeah. All right, you guys are both locked in. Uh, you guys both picked uh, Demacia, which is correct, or Demacia, uh, Joe Demacia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really good. Well done. Uh, Brian, you were so close. You had Demacia and Celestnaya, uh, which were both correct. And then for some reason, you decided to add. I couldn't decide. Is with, it? I couldn't decide. Is it? It looks familiar, but I'm like, where's it from? Mm, yeah. You would have had Rectos, it. Rectos, also not uh, not one, but Noxus. So Noxus, Celestnaya. Pil Piltover's yeah, freaking uh, League of Legends stuff. That, that doesn't. That, I'm, oh, really? Yeah. The, that's a <laughs> city. That's uh, Piltover's a city in there. If you go, if you watch Arcane, they talk about it. It's in the. Um, 
the card game they make. Uh, what's it called? Legends of Runeterra. That game oh, has. Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, I I selected the wrong ones when I entered this. So. Celestia is it and Rakdos are correct. Uh, nice. So Scott. Oh, Demasi is <gasps> not though. So it doesn't change anything. Wait, um, you, wait, still what zero are, zero, but yes. So wait, are all these? I don't get it. What happened? Did we, are all these real? Or I mean, I'm sorry, these are no, all no, the no, right. No. no, so the real answers are Celestia, is it, and Rakdos. Oh, gotcha. But Demacia is not. So you both chose Demacia, which is wrong. So, gotcha. so it doesn't gotcha. matter because you you both would have chosen one incorrectly. So. There Demacia. is one that's like Demacia that is one. What is it though? I don't. I uh, can't recall. Anyway, you got me, yeah. man. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. See, that's D- that's D- what happens Darm- when I Darm- don't use my uh, my cards. <laughs> Thank you, Win Magus. Dar- uh, uh, all right. Maybe maybe when Magus can tell you the one you're trying to think of. That sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, we'll no, give him no time. Answer. To do okay. That. Yeah. Let's get to question number two, yeah. shall we? Yeah, we should. Uh, you'll like this one a lot better. Pin related bowling jargon. So. Uh, when you're bowling, there's phrases that have to do with the pins that are left behind. Uh, tell me which of these are real and which of these are fake. Really, just tell me the real ones. Is it bedposts, charlie horse, spare ribs, wishbone, dime store, or Greek church? Oh, my Lord. Unrelated. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Uh, these all sound like right things, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with what... I'm going to go with what bowlers think is funny. So let's see. Um, <laughs> okay, bowlers think certain things are funny. I like that idea. I like that a lot. I've chosen my two. Yep. I've what chosen two as well. Right. Okay. You locked in. All right. Uh, you both uh, selected wishbone and wishbone is not an answer. Damn it. Oh, they did that uh, right though. Bedposts, uh, dime story. Dime story I know is leaving the five and the 10. Uh, bedposts, I think, is one and one and uh, or sorry, no, is uh, um, five, six, and nine and ten or something like that. Uh, I don't know what Greek church is. Let's see, that would be the four, six, seven, nine, ten split. It's the hardest shot in bowling. The uh, <laughs> why, the Greek church. Why is it called Greek church? What does that even mean? I think because it has so many, so many, uh, uh so many points up. I like don't understand uh, you at all, bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bowlers are confusing, man. Weird. Yeah, they are. All they right. Are. Well, we have uh, that seven, one up. Ten. seven and ten are the bedposts, by the way. Uh, five and ten is the five and dime, is uh, obviously your dime store. So mm-hmm. that's what that is. By the way, those other three Charlie Horse, Spare Ribs, and Wishbone, those are from Operation. Come oh, on. don't touch yeah. the funny bone. I mean, a wishbone is anything, man. Come on. May, may I play? <laughs> something, you, something you split. All right. Let's get to the last one. Hopefully one of you can get some points on this one. Mm. Birds of the Galapagos Islands. Uh, oh, this is, be, no, this is easy. Plural. All right. Good. Okay. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, birds of the Galapagos Islands. We have the brown pelican, the crested monk hawk, the nurple booby, muddy egret, <laughs> swallowtail <laughs> gull. And the nurple booby? The nurple booby. <laughs> and the lava heron. Okay. I don't freaking know. <laughs> right. Um, Three of those are real birds. I'm going all in. All right. Well, you kind of have to. Um. Yeah. Let's go Can't all in it. on that. 
I'm sure it's wrong. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. I've seen. I've even seen documentaries oh about the Galapagos God. Islands, and I never. I don't retain this stuff. Sure. Uh, I sure. don't know. I yeah. I don't. I'm with Scott. I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, just that's just wrong. Feels wrong. Oh, <laughs> holy <laughs> cow! All right. This is this is uh, this is awesome. Did we guess all the wrong ones? You <laughs> both chose all three. Incorrect answers. Oh my god, I <laughs> knew ones, it. The muddy egret, the crested monkhawk, and the nurple booby. Come on, purple. I, nurple, cho- booby, I chose nurple booby on. because it seems so not going to be true that it yeah, had to be. Yeah, That's why right. I did that. But that was- uh, brown pelican, swallow-tailed gull, and lava, lava I heron. The brown lava pelican. heron. <laughs> wow. Okay, so muddy egret yeah. was not. But, but isn't that place like known for like having like an insane amount of birds? Species I mean, it's it lots is. of wildlife. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. The Galapagos like is like a big. Most, too bad that uh, wasn't species. on the questions. Yeah. Crazy ecosystem of uh, of wildlife and birds and stuff. All right, so you know what? We're gonna do a little tiebreaker question. Let's do it. I just happen to have one here. Um, speaking of pelicans, how many cups of water? So I'm gonna uh, let's see. Yeah, how will this work? Uh, we'll gonna go high low kind Scott, of thing. I'll ask Scott this one, and you're gonna go high low. Okay. okay. How many cups of water can an adult pelican hold in its pouch? So cups of water. Wait, wait, a brown pelican or just a normal pelican? Just a pelican. A normal pelican. An adult, Is there such a thing? A, a normal adult pelican. Um, How many cups of water can an adult pelican hold in its pouch? I love that the official mainline pelican. We don't. We really don't right. know what we're saying. Okay, so a cup meaning yeah. what? Twelve ounces? Eight ounces? What are we talking? Do we know? Uh, eight ounce, a cup is eight ounces. Okay, eight ounces. Oh, you mean like an, the actual like, measurement? Wait, of talking, a, you're talking like about actual, a standard cup? Or no, you're talking about I was just thinking like glasses. Cup. I was like, <laughs> one, like one of these? This is a cup? One of these cups? Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, are, yeah, are you, no, are no, you no, thinking no, like ounce. how many can he, are you like how many can carry like at a bar or something? No, just like, like, <laughs> like a bartender or something? I was thinking. Is that with a tray or without a tray? See, this is the problem with the English language. We have cup as a measurement and cup as an item. And I was thinking item. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, no, no, okay. Think measurements and think water. Like how many? Why would? How you, many coffee cups? Why would you? Why would you? No coffee how many cups. Feet? Are, see that's how many, the, how many feet? No, no human feet. How many human feet could you fit in a pelican? Yeah, mouth? but at least that one's different enough. A cup can hold water, and it can also be a measurement of a cup, right? Sure, yes, it's not yes. that crazy. All right. How um, many feet across? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a horrible example. All right, cups. We're going to go with um, the measurement being cups. We're going to go 12, 12 cups. 12 cups. That is incorrect. Brian, is the actual answer higher or lower than 12 cups of water in a in a pelican, average adult pelican's right. pouch? So the, their pouch is very uh, stretchy and elastic, so I'm going to say much higher. I'm going to think, you know, they probably can hold pff, gallons probably. Yeah, gallons. Uh, so I'm going to say much higher. The answer is indeed higher. Uh, it is uh, 48, four times <sighs> the number Scott said. Yeah. So 48 cups of water. Um, after they go fishing, pelicans have to dump four, 24 pounds of water before they can fly because they. I was about to say, yeah, they wouldn't be able to fly with it. They could certainly spit it in their mouth. Yeah. That's exactly. But yeah, so, that's gross. Uh, Brian Dunaway is our winner, which means that. Uh, Brian Clemens, I'm sorry, Milo of Monterey, Mexico is getting 
a copy of WWE 2K Battlegrounds and yes. the DLC, the Ultimate Brawlers Pass. But don't worry, Brian Clemens, you're going way and uh, not going way empty-handed. You're coming away with Civ City Rome, which uh, to, to non-wrestling fans might be uh, looked at as the better game. Yeah, you so. might. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's supposed to the 2K Battlegrounds games highly regarded. I think you're going to do fine. And then I haven't played Civ City Rome, so I can't speak to it. But I'm sure you got a good game too. Uh, yeah, and I know both, what both I, game's great. And, yeah, uh, and I know what Fletcher would say. Congratulations, you're a winner. He'd say you're both winners, and I agree. Uh, congratulations yeah, sure. and well done. Hey, Brian, how many cups does it take to make a uh, play retro uh, episode tomorrow? Do you think? Oh my God! Well, we got to put track. We got to put the, uh, the 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 balls in there. So yeah, we're doing balls. Track balls. What am I thinking? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. No. Look. Hey, we're doing this Tracking thing. The balls. We're going to, to the to the old days of the arcade when track balls were awesome. Think missile command. Think yeah. millipede, centipede, uh, all that stuff. Indeed. Marble, marble madness. Yeah. Crystal castles. Yeah. Marble madness. My. Oh, you got you. You named all of them. I know. It, that's it. That's the whole show. We don't need to do any more. Good deal. It's all done. Yep, all done. Uh, Except Mar- everybody wants me to do golden tea, and I can't figure out where the crap that thing is. Golden tea no is you. Uh, you see those all the time in like bars yeah. and stuff, don't you? It's like a bar yeah. machine or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a weird era, and it was also I have some very specific art, old arcade stories related to my dad's arcades that dealt with trackballs. So we're gonna have a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, and some thinking about why you, you don't see it so much did today. You, did you rub your junk on it? Like, uh, oh yeah, like, everything. You know, like American Pie. Look, as your dad ju- like catch you rubbing your junk on it when you're in, when you're in junior high, you rub your junk on everything. That's the rule. That's uh-huh. how. Yeah. That's yeah. how. That's what does it feel like when I rub it on this? How about this? Yeah. What's it feel? Like? Oh. How about this trackball? Oh. How about millipede? How about centipede? Oh. How about crystal castles? <laughs> anyway, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, check us out three thirty. I'm dehydrated. Time. Oh well, you should drink. Oh. So go drink yeah. something. Why don't you yeah. drink something? Shouldn't you? If only his, his section came uh, after Stephen Schleicher's, we'd Aww. be able to tell him what to Aww, do to that's solve true. that problem. That's true. Well, I hope you don't have to rush to any poo poo stations today, and have a great day. <laughs> I didn't, know. I didn't know he wasn't feeling well. It makes me sad. I didn't know that either. Yeah. He's supposed to let us know, man. Oh, it's not like Atari we do football. Much. Forgot about that one. That's cool. Atari football had it? Was that an arcade? Yeah. Oh. That was an arcade. It was a it was a um a flat, like basically it wasn't a machine. It was a two-player flat game, and you you moved the trackball to move your your dudes around to uh oh, it was black and white, and it was it really was X's and O's, wasn't it? I think. I don't know. I don't remember this. I kind of want to. Now I want to look. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're all our research yeah. is still happening, so we're going to find out all the old stuff. Yeah, plenty of time for research. Yeah, and we'll play some of that. I don't have a good trackball here to emulate it, but he does. He's got that Atari yeah. limited edition trackball thing they put out last year, and I wish Ooh. I could get one. But did I tell you I picked up the Couchcade? Oh no, you didn't tell. This me. is the Atari Couchcade. It is a. Um, it looks like a. TV tray basically, and it's got buttons, and it's got a trackball, and it's got a knob like a Tempest style knob, and it, uh, but no joystick, um, and it's got built-in asteroids, asteroids deluxe, Tempest missile command, centipede, millipede, uh, lunar lander, and gyrus. I think just those asteroids? eight. No asteroids in there. That was the first one I said was Asteroids. Oh, I missed, Asteroids I missed Deluxe. it. I missed it. Yeah. I love both those games. So good. Yeah. Which which I'd forgotten you play with uh, uh, buttons as opposed to, well, I hadn't forgotten because I have one right back here. But before I got that one back there, yeah. I'd forgotten that uh, that Asteroids wasn't a knob or a, or a left and right um, 
joystick game. Knob yep. would be perfect, right? No, Knob would be pretty good, except... Yeah, no, actually, Knob would, would have been probably preferable, actually. I think so, for Asteroids. Yeah. And Asteroids, could... Asteroids, not Deluxe, but the one that came after that, Asteroids... Oh, shoot. Me and we tried to play in oh. Vegas for the contest and it was broken. One of the knobs was broken. Oh, right. But that yeah, had a knob. That? that had a Tempest knob on it. It did was... have a knob. Was that Blasteroids? Blast. Oh, was it I think that was Blasteroids. Gosh dang it. Uh, I don't remember not, the name. Which was not an Atari one, but it was. We tried to play it. The knob was busted, but not only that, it, it has a mechanic oh, where. I take it back. It was Atari and it was the third official sequel to. to uh, oh, the third official sequel. So what was the second official sequel? Deluxe, right? That would be the first official sequel. Oh, right? oh I see what you mean. Thir- but third in a third in a series versus sequel. So uh, I don't know what would be the first yeah. Official so let's sequel. see. Let's find out here. Do 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 sequels, 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 sequels. Here we go. Asteroids Deluxe. Um, they say Space Duel, which was released in arcades in 1982, replaces the rocks with colorful geometric shapes and adds cooperative two-player gameplay. I did not know that that was an official sequel to I, I, t- I don't Asteroids. think it is. That seems like a weird claim. That's a very different game. It is a weird claim, isn't it? It's yeah. nothing like Asteroids. No. no. I mean, it's, Just the fact that you turn your ship using buttons. I, mean, I, I guess you could make the argument that it's in the same universe or something dumb like that, but it's not. Yeah. I don't think that counts. Anyway, lots anyway, of balls the, tomorrow. Uh, the Couchcade, um, kind of fun, little bit, little, tiny little bit of lag. So it's obviously wireless. You've got a thing that plugs into your TV with a HDMI port, and then this thing that's wireless on the couch. Um, I think because I've got the receiver behind the TV, it might be interfering. So I'm going to try pulling it out and, and seeing if uh, mm. if I get better reception. But mm. but um, the games look great. On, I'll bet they TV. do. I'll say I, th- that. I saw this somewhere and wanted to grab it, and I don't remember why I didn't. Um, I got it on special, like uh, half price through forty boxes. I think is the website. What's the and is is this this isn't a one this isn't one up right? This is something else. This is just a target. This is one up. It's oh, arcade it one, one up. up. Okay. Makes it, yeah. I need to get that. that They've got a second good. one that does have a joystick, and uh, um, I can't remember what that what that one has, but it's like another couch couchcade style thing, but it and it's got fighting games on it maybe mm. i can't remember probably old fighting games yeah yeah i think so it's always something new anyway, coming out of there those guys are always making something cool um there all right are. let's get to this uh we got some news today it's a our news program begins right here so let me play some news it's time for the news and it's brought to you by Brought to you by Sleeping on He-Man. All right, Please here's, explain. <laughs> here's the story. See this little guy, this little He-Man figure? Yeah, yeah. So for some reason, uh, so Carter got me these at a dollar store. She keeps picking them up. <laughs> so I've got Skeletor and uh, Man-at-Arms sure. here and then He-Man. I'm really hoping to get like two men and uh, yeah. Fisto and all those idiots. Anyway, sure. we'll see. Uh, but anyway, he- He-Man somehow ended up in my bed and... I didn't know. I don't even remember taking it up there, but I fell asleep on it. Woke up this morning with He-Man's like kind of like the Indiana Jones guy burning his hand with the symbol thing that you had the other day, the, uh-huh. the round thing. Yes, right. Like a, a little a He-Man indentation. Yep, had a little He-Man in there. <laughs> Just his whole body going in the in my back, and it actually kind of hurts still. There's like a little bit of a bruisey thing going on. So don't sleep on He-Man, is what I'm saying. You think the dog brought it to your bed or something? Or what I have no idea how it got up there. I really don't know. Oh. I didn't take it up there. I thought these were on my desk the whole time. I don't know. 
But now they've been reunited. Uh, Skeletor's stoked to have his old nemesis back. We're good. Ah, welcome back, he man. Why do you smell like body sweat? <laughs> Why do you smell like a man's back? All right. <laughs> Let's get to this uh, story here about uh, John Paul College. This is a college. Okay. A college, an Australian college. Indeed. Uh, a student was banned after there. Two Beatles, I believe. I think that's how they got its name. It's oh, just the, uh, two the, old, the two Beatles yeah. they liked the most. Yes, exactly. Sorry, John and Ringo, you're out. And George. the other guy, or George, rather. Uh, hello. Uh, sorry, there's no hello in this. It says John Paul College. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was reading it like an email. Paul News Stories began with hello. Hello. John Paul College. Hello. Uh, student got banned from school grounds because of an unsuitable mullet haircut. Oh, Aww. look at this. Well, won't someone please think of the children? Uh, let me pull Let's this see. up so people can see oh, it. Oh, that's a, yeah, okay. So it's really not even, it's not the mullet that we, that shouldn't be called a mullet because nothing in the front. Yeah, this is like all Like usually party it's in the business back. in the front, party in the rear. This is everything in the rear and, and shaved. Three quarters of his head is shaved except for just the back where the mullet. Yeah, the, I don't even know. This the, is more like a warrior headpiece looking, I don't yeah. know. I don't even know how to describe it. Free Rangers, is that what it's called? A skullet? And Matuba? There's such a that thing? That would totally make sense. A skullet. Yeah, that would totally make sense. I get those at IHOP. They're great. <laughs> I love the I'll skullet. I'll take the uh, skullet scramble, please. Yeah. Mm. Uh, with a, uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds really good, actually. It comes in a skullet? Oh, I love it. Great. Just don't <laughs> touch it because the skullet's going to be really hot. It's going to be really hot. Thanks, lady. Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, oh, it's uh, they have these, these, these rules about haircuts. Um, they denied his son entry to the school for the past three weeks because of his hairstyle. It is a mullet with a shaved head. It was deemed unsuitable under college uniform and personal appearance expectations policy. Expectations is a funny word. <laughs> we have certain expectations here. and Personal appearance expectations policy. You don't match our expectations. Policy says shaved hair, fads, and extreme haircuts are unsuitable for school. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Wilson said her son's hairstyle was a result of post-football celebrations in which he and his friends gave each other silly haircuts, which she described as good, clean fun. Says, I do not believe... people want to change the world with silly haircuts. (laughs) Yep. There you go. (laughs) What's wrong with that? They're stopping... The man's stopping them here. I'd like to know. By the way, uh, one person said that it's... it's, The front is a skinhead, the back is a hippie, so I say it should be called a skippy. I like the skippy. Your That's haircut's a, a skippy. Yep. You can't be here with your skippy. Take your skippy home and shave it. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I know we're not immune to this over here. BYU famous for sending kids home for having mustaches and beards and stuff. Mm-hmm. They have like really strict uh, stuff on the grooming side God, of things. Apparently so. Jeez. Really annoying to me at BYU. Anyway, uh, Jurassic World director dropped a bombshell. Okay. All right. You'd think, you know, he's made a couple of these movies, made a lot of Who money. Is that? Who is that director? Is that, it, uh... that dude is, uh, his name's right here. Uh, where's his name? Well, I Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Okay. That's the guy. All right. Sure. Uh, Jurassic World director said the series should have probably ended after Spielberg's original, saying it's an inherently unfranchisable franchise. <laughs> it's like, you made the movies, dude. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is, right? It's like. Ah, we have finally cleared this island of all of its dinosaurs. Thank goodness. Oh, no, we've got dinosaurs. It's like bedbugs, basically. It is. Right? Yeah, they just keep coming back. You can't avoid bed them. Bedbugs, Dominion. You know, it's what's it's it's Dr. Grant's fault. He said 
life finds a way or whatever. Or whoever yeah, said it. Right. Jeff Goldblum, maybe. I don't know who said it. Jeff Goldblum said it. Yeah. And when they said that, that was this minute that all the filmmakers went, oh, life does find a way to make more of these for other movies and sequels. Woohoo! Specifically, uh, say, he says this to, by the way, he was talking to, um, uh, was it? I can't find the name of the Empire Magazine. Okay. He says, none of the sequels should have probably been made. In Trevor's own words, the Jurassic Park franchise probably should have started and ended with Spielberg in the 1993 original. I specifically did things different than the other films in order to change the DNA of the franchise. Uh, he said about his Jurassic World Dominion film, the previous five films are plots about dinosaurs. This one is about the characters in a world which they co- where they coexist with dinosaurs. Yeah, but you uh, said it's fine. It's still... Yeah, I mean, it's... All, all six movies <laughs> feature characters that coexist in a world with dinosaurs. Yeah. But I see what he's saying. Like the beginning, basically at the beginning of, of Dominion, spoiler alert, but it's really not. Yeah. Uh, uh, the movie starts with, yep, dinosaurs are in our world. We just kind of have to live with them. And every once in a while they eat people and oh, well. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it yet. Should I or should I not? Bother. Oh, you should see it. But yeah. Don't spend money. Don't spend money to see it, but oh, see I it on the yeah. yeah see that. it. See it when it's uh, on a streaming service you're already paying for. Yeah, I would do that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis back in the news again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some recent stuff that we didn't get to because we haven't had a show uh, about his likeness being licensed off to be used in future films with that, with his permission. So basically, mm. digital deep fake recreations of Bruce Willis were were approved, and he was going to get paid for that. A little bit like Darth Vader or um, James Earl Jones signing oh, sure. off the rise to the Vader voice to both LucasArts and then this voice company. Um, so Vader voice. Vader voice. You know, you got to do the Vader voice. Well, Bruce Willis Bruce Willis is now denying he sold the rights to his face. Uh, his agent, anyway, has denied reports yeah. that the film star sold the rights to his face. Last week, it was widely reported that Willis, in the first deal of its kind, had sold his face to a deep fake company called Deep Cake. Oh God! Is it really deep cake? Deep cake. Oh, That's the name. Is it deep cake? Yeah, deep cake. Oh, I hate that. Is it really cake or not thing? <laughs> Is that why they're doing it? Is that why they named it that? Uh, it could be. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> we live in an era where well, people make it's worse whole... now, isn't it? Yeah. Now, knowing that it's deep. They cake, make whole yeah. companies around memes now. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, it says uh, the actor has no partnership or agreement with the company. Representative from Deep Cake said only Will- uh, said only Willis has the rights to his face. So why did this happen then? Like why? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, does 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 Deep Cake? Well, a representative <laughs> said only Willis has rights to his face. So so it's a it's a it's a nothing burger. Yeah, right? it's a nothing basically, burger story. Basically, Deep Cake says we don't have the rights to his face. Bruce Willis says I didn't give him the rights to my face. So. So basically, we're just saying, oh yeah, that rumor about him selling his his yeah. face is fake news. So this basically. is a story about the Telegraph making a story up. That's what this is, yeah, right, right? And Bruce Willis is like, it's like when they report somebody died. It's like, oh, did right. you hear George exactly. Lucas died in a horrible accident? And people check into it, and they're like, no, he's alive and well, living on the ranch. He's fine. Yeah. I'm okay, yeah. guys. I didn't die in anything. I'm here on the ranch making, uh, you know, helping with that Willow remake. It's all good over yeah. here on the ranch. That said, do you think... <laughs> that said. <laughs> that said. My impression think... of George Lucas aside, yes, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. Well, no, I just want to get to this question. Uh, that said, do you think that 
actors should sell the rights to their faces. Like, let's say we know an actor is, is, uh, you know, going to die soon, right? They're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm retiring. Um, we'll just say retiring. Let's go a little bit less morbid. Uh, I'm retiring. Um, but I'm going to sell my likeness to, um, to a deep fake company or to Hollywood basically so that they can continue to use my likeness in movies. How do you feel about that? I think it's okay if the actor does sign off on it. Yeah. And if I were them, I would make sure that that contract includes residuals for my estate slash family, whatever. For sure. Yes. Um, But if they don't agree to it, then no, they shouldn't be able to. So like when a few years ago when they had Fred Astaire dancing around with a vacuum. Right. Right. And they didn't involve the family at all. I thought that was weird and not cool. So definitely not cool. If anything, it's a little bit more upfront now where you kind of, if we really are heading this direction where this, some of this is going to happen and I think it will, Mm -hmm. um, it's good that they can lock in the rights. They need to, if they aren't, they need to, but, but now that I know, now that we know this Bruce Willis thing is fake, I guess, you know what though? The James Earl Jones one's real. That story's real. So he's not, it's not his face. It's his voice, but kind of the same principle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And I'm guessing uh, Mark Hamill obviously signed off on them using, his likeness for the um for the 3d modeling that they that you know the thing they did in uh mandalorian yeah and he and he mocapped that so he was you know that was oh he was involved anyway yeah, yeah that was an acting um, gig so for him he he got what he needed i assume but so I, like gene hackman so gene hackman's retired from acting right would you be happy with a would you be happy with a movie that featured a digitally recreated gene hackman I'm trying to think what they would do it for but if they found the right reason yeah it's fine yeah. I mean, I'm impressed by the technology. I don't get too yeah. precious about it. I just think that I do think it needs to be with the approval because there's still at the end of the day, regardless of what you think about Hollywood or rich actors or anything, there's still people and I think the one thing you should probably have the right to is your own likeness. It just feels yeah. like if there's anything you own, it's that. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's complicated, I guess. The last bastion of anything that that is yours that you can call your own. Yeah. yeah. What do I have besides that and my I don't know. That's it. That's all I really... That's it. Your voice and your likeness. That's right. Don't take it for free, yo. All right, Brian, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will join us. We'll do a little major spoilers time. Looking forward to that, but I can't do it without a song, so play one of those. Yeah, can't do it until now. Uh, The Ramona Flowers uh, release. They have a brand new single that they've released. It's called Gotta Get Home. Uh, They have a new EP set for release on October 28th, so uh, the end of this month. Get ready for that. But in the meantime, listen to this brand new track from a band I like called The Ramona Flowers. Here is Gotta Get Home. My friend in the flowers goes Head first down a rabbit hole seeking to stop every domino from falling, from falling, from falling. And he just gotta get home. How's he gonna get home tonight? Before the love turns cold. And tell her everything will be alright. He's been
Remember, when the clock strikes 12, you must be home by then. For should you fail to be in bed, you'll be in rags again. Remember, remember, remember. Oh, I'm going to do study magic. You taste like a burger. I don't like you anymore. This is the Morning Stream. Welcome back. Who was that again? Yeah, that is uh, the band The Ramona Flowers and a brand new song called Gotta Get Home. It is uh, in advance of their new EP. It is the title of their EP as well, which is set for release on October 28th. Nice. Uh, by the way, that clip I played here. All I want to do is study magic. That's uh, uh, Dublin's own... Uh, Christian Nairn, who played Hodor oh, on Game of Thrones. Okay, I was wondering who that was. I would have guessed Bo. No, no, no. Uh, and it was in it was voice. an interview yeah. we did on the instance years ago, a couple years ago, and uh, I don't remember what his he was even talking about, but that made me laugh so hard. All I want to do is study magic. I got to get him on again. He is from Dublin, nice. Claire, isn't he? Claire would know. He's from there, I think. Is that where he? I know he lives there now. And he's Irish. Look at all of those question marks after the word Dublin. My well, goodness. Look at all those caps she used to spell Dublin. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah. Insane. All right. Hopefully let's... we never see her spell uh, question mark in all caps. No, I don't want I don't want that. I don't want that either. Lisburn is what she's saying. Lisburn? Oh. Well, he probably will yell at me when I talk Isn't to him. Is that in Portugal? It uh, might be. <laughs> might be. He started streaming a bunch of WoW kidding, stuff. I don't know what kidding, that was about. <laughs> no, I assume so. Oh, outside Belfast. So actually Northern Ireland. Oh, all right. So he could, he was one of the, he lives in the area where they were bombing everybody or whatever yeah. was going on. <laughs> I don't know. I only, I, look, I watch Dairy Girls. Yeah. I try to, I try to keep up. I don't know. All right. Let's get major spoilers in here. <laughs> if I can spell good. with a freaking keyboard. Here we go. All right. Let's get him in. Let's do the thing. Where is it? Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> that laugh can mean one thing only, and that is that Stephen Schleicher's joining us for a major spoiler segment here on the show. We do it every Monday. Stephen brings his special brand of, you know, movies and comics and pop culture with him. Uh, Stephen, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello, Scott. Good morning, Brian. Hello. I am the opposite of the other Brian in that I'm overhydrated. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. All right. Ooh, and, I don't uh, know what that yeah. means for. Means I got to pee. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. This is hey, bad timing. <laughs> You're gonna real, real quick, real quick in your last segment, you were talking about uh, actors selling their likeness rights. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. I've mentioned this on the show before in many years past, but everybody should check out this movie called The Congress with Robin Wright in it. She plays a fictionalized version of herself. Mm -hmm. She has a son that has uh, Usher syndrome and she needs money for his treatment. And so she sells her likeness rights after this is when she's much younger around the time of uh, Princess Bride. Okay. She sells her likeness rights to a studio and they digitize and scan her. Yeah. She's no longer allowed to act except for her digital version is. <laughs> oh, and so this takes okay. this takes place 20 years later after her virtual self is super popular and she has to go back in and renegotiate um, her contract for her, her virtual huh. likeness. Oh, weird. That's some Black Mirror kind of business. Yeah, 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 no kidding. Yeah, wow. so it's like it's a Congress. I think it may be based on a comic book. I'm not sure, but uh, definitely uh, the Congress from 2013. I think addresses all these concerns people have been talking about 
uh, in the last couple of years about likeness rights. Really? Yeah, okay. We should see that. It sounds cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What's that? Wasn't there that movie called Simone? Wasn't that kind of some yeah. of this? Yeah, but that was, that was a, a virtual, fully digital. Yeah, yeah, that was fully digital. Oh, okay. That, was a, that wasn't a character that was based on somebody that was just fully created. Right. Yeah. I wonder if that's worth revisiting. I remember at the time it was kind might of. Might be, because it's, uh, what, Al Pacino, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He did a hoo-ha and wasn't whatever. It, uh, was it uh, Carmen Diaz was the. Was it Carmen Diaz? Simone? Yeah, no, I thought it was. Uh, Let me look here. Why am I thinking Monica Bellucci uh, for that? Maybe not. Jeez, uh, let's see. Simone. Now I need Simone. To I'm looking at it up right now. Uh, Al Pacino, uh, Catherine Keener, and Rachel Roberts are. Oh, okay. Maybe that's Rachel, Rachel Roberts. Roberts is this. Oh, Rachel Roberts. Okay. Yep, there she is. Catherine Keener's getting everything, so that's cool. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Just don't let her stir your tea. Oh, I didn't know why Nona Ryder and. Evel Rachel, Evan Rachel Wood and Jay Moore were in that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some of the, the beef here. We got some beef. Not really. Yeah. Stir the beef. Um, right. Armor Wars was supposed to be, uh, uh, it was originally a movie, then it was a TV show, and now it's a movie again. Uh, or maybe I don't know it's, if it was ever planned for a movie. I think they announced it as a Disney Plus yeah. miniseries. That's what, I couldn't, that's what I couldn't remember. But it, they yeah, did. I thought so too, yeah. So but, why'd they change our gears here? Is it just because I don't know. Yeah. That's the weird thing, right? So either Don Cheadle, who's you know, a award winning actor, said, Hey, I'm a little bit better than a than a TV show on your streaming stuff, make this a movie, or uh, my thought might be that maybe they didn't have enough to carry seven episodes. That's kind of what TV I was show. thinking. Mm. Yeah, that, that that would be my because I man, I'd hate to think that Don Cheadle would be would be like that, especially now that so many actors are saying, "No, oh, TV is a great place for me to showcase mm-hmm. my my work. Mm-hmm. I can do you know eight weeks of appearance instead of just one movie." Um, sure. But, uh, uh, my guess is, yeah, that they have a they have one story that kind of fits really well in a two hour film. So, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Brian Armor Wars is all about is it is it Rhodey or Tony Stark finds out that everybody has stolen or copied the uh, the uh, Iron Man armor and they're making their own copies of it, and it's basically a big IP copyright lawsuit uh, arc. But instead of going through the court system like you would. Tony Stark goes out and uh, takes down all of the, blows up all the technologies right. of these competing companies. Just a comic book you, or, or you officially, it's a, yeah, it was a comic series, okay. like a, a crossover event. You officially know more about than I would, I do because uh, this was in an era where I was not picking up Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, I had to, comic. I had to read this a few years ago for the Major Spoilers podcast and sure. some people really, really like it. I think it is the most boring, boringest Iron Man story I've ever read. So maybe that's why it's only a movie now, because you can't go eight episodes yeah. of boring. You can do two yeah, hours I mean, of exciting. You get it in front of more faces uh, on the theater, you get a worldwide distribution. Potentially, you're going to make more money off of it than you are off of a Disney Plus subscription, which could be good for uh, Don Cheadle, um, you know, as far as residuals and royalties and upfronts and back ends. And all that stuff. Yeah, I get the feeling, too, that maybe the audience is a little bit hungry for Iron Man stuff since Tony Stark uh, left us. Like, Well, then you guys should probably check out the brand new Wakanda Forever trailer that dropped uh, oh, this morning. I missed uh, it. Featuring a Riri Williams uh, in her Ironheart costumes. Yeah. I, I love the trailer. I'm, I don't know how sold I am on Namor's wings his yeah they look really flapping. weird don't they they really do it looks like, like the golden snitch or something flip, it does uh, it's like his ankles 
you know, I could be, I can buy. All right, he can fly. Sure, no problem. I don't need to see those little wings flapping like crazy, <laughs> holding up the weight of a dude. <laughs> it oh, it yeah. is weird looking, right? I mean, they should have blurred it out a little bit more. It looks like a lazy. Exactly. Flap. Right. Make it make it look like hummingbird wings, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, where you don't even see it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. do you think they're going to put a sound effect in for the flapping of his wings? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, I hope it's just like yes. I hope it's just like that, Brian. Uh, uh, Marvel Studios, capture that. Yeah, that's why they call him that. It's the sound of his feet. Yeah, but it's a sound of since he's uh, supposed to be a kid's quaddle, uh mm. I think I wonder if it'll be the sound of feathers rustling. Yeah, it could be. Well, I mean, you know, again, you, you you basically just say, well, he's he's flying because he's, you know, he's Atlantean and he can do that and and whatever, not because his little wing flap, his little wings, foot wings can go. Yeah, he has a snitch feet. It's fine. He can get around. Right. Whatever snitch he needs. Feet. Well, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'll watch it. That'll get you show. in trouble in prison, Snitch. Oh, yeah, they will. That's uh, that's somebody's nickname <laughs> in uh, Oz. My favorite ancillary character in Oz was Snitchfeet. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's cool. Hey, uh, bad news if you like Grendel, which I do. I was a fan of the comic book back in the day. Um, it's not coming to Netflix anymore. In fact, I guess it was near mm. done. They were almost done, right? Once again. No, I think they were still um, producing or in the process of getting it moved into production. Mm. Um, but Netflix is like, yeah, we're not interested in this anymore. And so the uh, production company is free to shop this around to whoever else wants to pick up a comic book property, which is surprising for me. Net, or, um, who was it? Amazon just uh, dropped the Paper Girls season two. I think it was on Amazon or Hulu. I forget these days. Um, and so it's really weird that we're seeing a lot of companies just rushing out to grab comic book IPs. And then all of a sudden we're seeing this drop off of, no, we don't want this comic IP. We don't want this. We don't want this. It's almost like we're oversaturated and people are looking for something different uh, than comic book properties. But for those people who don't know what a Grindel is, this is a series from Matt Wagner that kicked off, I want to say, in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Very, um, there have been many time. Grindels, but the main one follows a, a man by the name of Hunter Rose, who's a fencer, a writer. He's an assassin. Uh, in the main story arc, he fights organized crime in New York City and then ultimately becomes, spoiler alert for a 40-year-old series, uh, the head of the organized crime unit in in New York City. So yeah, yeah. Um, if Matt Wagner's art is fantastic in this. If you've ever seen the Gr Grindel figure uh, in full costume, it looks amazing, especially when he's got his big uh, lance mm -hmm. in it. Uh, just really cool stuff. My only problem with Grindel as a design is that he it's looks like someone said, hey, here's black suit Spider-Man. Spider here's a little bit of Venom. Uh, put a little Deadpool in there. Um, you know, like he's an amalgam of a lot of stuff you've probably already seen. Yeah. And it always rubbed me a little bit wrong, but I I, I remember back in the day loving I mean, the stories. Stories are great. If you're Dark Horse Comics and you're looking for the next thing, yeah. and Marvel is, you know, this is right before, of course, the big crash in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, Hunter Rose and, and Grindel was certainly a thing that would get people's attention and did get people's attention. Yeah, that's true. There's been a lot of really great... Um, cover art guest stuff mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that you can definitely check out but it's just like this like psych almost like a it's almost like venom on steroids is what i the, the ones i'm thinking of are the ones i look back on where it's just really mm. buff black oh yeah that's that's definitely a different grindle our grindle is very thin and yeah old school, grindle. And old school grindle's like a weird i don't know like a little french man <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 kind of a little skinny guy that likes defense and stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, not happening now. So sorry. No, 
I mean, rather, it could I'd, show up somewhere else. I mean, we've got at least two other streaming services that aren't owned by Disney that could pick this up. I could. I'd rather go. I'd, I, I'd rather have like yeah, animation great. here or something. You know, animated Grendel. Do that. Oh man! Speaking of animated, mm. did you sit down and watch Intergalactic, Scott? No, but you told me I got a text from Brian I, or from uh, you over the weekend, and we were like raving about it. I oh, watched man. the first two chapters of it, and tell me this is by these. This is by the same people who did the animation for. I, uh, into the Spider-Verse. Well, that was the thing that first attracted me. It's like, wow, this looks like Into the Spider-Verse. I didn't go that far. Uh, yeah. The um, the director, um, Mules, I think is his, is his name. Okay. This is like his first feature film. He's got um, two other projects coming up in the very near future. And the animation in this just looks amazing. It's and the this kid, is... The Kid um, Cuddy deal, right? Kid, kid Cuddy, yeah. yeah. Is, uh, yeah. I, I think he has... From what I read, I think he has a new album out by the same name, and this movie basically is the giant music video for that album. Yeah, right. Kind of like what Sturgill Simpson did for um, Sound and Fury. Is that Sound and Fury? Was that the name of that Sound album? I think it is. Sound and Fury, right? Yeah, I think oh, I that's love right. That yeah, album so much, it's so good. It is good. Uh, now I will say this. Uh, for people that are like, oh yeah, I love the uh, the Spider Man, and I want my kids to sit down and we're going to watch this together. Uh, no. Uh, there's a lot of sexy times, a lot of really strong language, and a lot of uh, a lot of drug use. A lot, yeah, a lot of drug yeah. use. Okay, Kid. I don't know if you get to the sexy time stuff yet, Brian. I have but, not gotten uh, to the sexy. Like it's been hinted at, but it's all been like I mean, there's wearing a towel, and I think you just see uh, one of his friends' butts when he's getting uh, uh, a massage. Uh, oh yeah, know. no, there's one that's a little bit more raw where they're talking about something that happened in a laundry room. Okay. Um, but you don't really see any, you know, you don't see any, any wieners or boobies or anything like that. <laughs> okay. That's a shame. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, people are getting it on a lot. Enter Galactic for those wondering the name. It's E. And not an I, it's an E. Yeah. Enter, e. uh, which, yes. you know, apparently there's a lot of that in this. I'm thing. hoping there'll be a sequel called Enter Stellar. Yep. And oh then God, the animation in that is just. It is so wow. cool. It is, it is yeah, fantastic. Very, it reminds me very much of the, uh, uh, the into the spider verse animation mm -hmm. but, um, and that's that's also a concern because the into the spider verse animation was mind-blowing and revolutionary when that yeah. came out it gave us yeah. a whole different perspective on what you can do with 3d and animation together we've got the new into the spider verse uh, two and three coming up which will use the same stuff and maybe push it a little bit further but one of my fears was oh everybody's just going to rip this uh, style off mm -hmm. and this is the first thing that i've seen that feels like it's actively doing that yeah, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but it is impossible to see it and not go, oh, Spider-Verse. Like, it just looks, that lower frame rate on foreground characters, smoother mm -hmm. frame rate in the background, like those techniques, 100% Spider-Verse, the way they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure if you ask Kid Cuddy, uh, he would probably say, <laughs> yeah, that was one of our inspirations. He probably would. You know, I'm making probably that up, would. but he probably would, if I had to guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, worth worth watching, though, you say. If you're not a oh, kid. Oh, man, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a love story, so it's not like you're seeing superhero stuff or anything like that. It's it's a romance story. and it's, I like um, it so far. Yeah. Yeah. It, it follows a typical kind of not rom-com um, story arc, but yeah, pretty much a rom-com story arc, yeah. arc. So you know how it's going to end. Yeah. Maybe Kim would like it because she likes rom-coms. I think she I think she would. I, and I honestly think if, if I was going to say, Scott, you and Carter should watch this together. And then I was like, oh, no, sexy times. That's going to be too weird. Too weird, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not that Carter couldn't handle it. It said, I don't want to be sitting in the room then. That's weird. Right. 
yeah, yeah. You know? But the animation, I think Carter would totally be down for. Oh, yeah. She, I think she saw a trailer for this and was like, Dad, we got to watch this. And then I, I didn't hear anything about it. And then your your review made me go, oh, maybe we watch it separately. How about that? We don't... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Chad says, blanket over the TV. <laughs> right, yeah. My version of blanket over the TV is you watch it on your own time. That's my that's, that's my blanket. Perfect. Well, anyway, yep. there's uh there's that and a ton more going on in the world of uh, pop culture comics and more. So if you're not already subscribed to slash uh, checking out major spoilers all the time, both the website and their podcasts uh, line up, all that stuff, then you should be. Hey, Steven, what else is going on over there that you'd like people to know about? Uh, we have the sixth or seventh chapter of our reading of H.P. Lovecraft's The Dunwich Horror, which just went live this morning. So people can go and check that out if they are getting into the spooky season. And, of course, we got a whole bunch of other podcasts over there as well. So go and check that out. And most of all, uh, Brian, not you, Brian, the other Brian and all the other Brian's out there in the world. <laughs> please make sure that you stay hydrated. Yeah, no kidding. Also, you, Brian. I yeah, you, oh, Brian, you. too. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, thanks. You should drink, Brian. <laughs> Brian should drink. All right. We're not saying you shouldn't drink. You should drink. Yeah, boy, can I? Boy, howdy. <laughs> all right. That is going to do it for today's show, except for the following email that I got from Michael, a.k.a. Badger Williams in the chat room. I don't know if he's there today or not. I didn't see this name today, uh, but if he's not, it's OK. He'll hear this later. Yeah. He says this. OK, let's talk about your thoughts on the Italian taco versus the Mexican pizza. You and everyone else always makes fun of Taco Bell for having the same five <laughs> ingredients on their products. How is this any different? Furthermore, the Italian taco concept is the exact same thing as a Mexican pizza because the Mexican pizza is just a tostada with hot sauce <laughs> that's supposed to be the equivalent of a marinara sauce. So, yes, in a Taco Bell-esque manner, I think he did that for you. Oh, nice. <laughs> they, okay. they took a pizza slice, folded it over, and said, hey, it's a taco. It's almost uh, an adjacent subject to is a taco a sandwich. So, if uh, sorry, sir, if you fold a pizza slice... Uh, is it a sandwich slash taco? On that note, what is a calzone? <laughs> anyway, love the show, Michael, a.k.a. Badger Williams. Well, you know, we agree. I mean, I don't think I, either of us are... I don't completely agree. Okay, to, go for it. Badger you, Williams. You give, him, give him what for? Why do, what do you disagree they, with? Taco Bell does not use the fried flour tortilla for anything else. The, flo- the fried corn tortilla is used for tostadas, but the fried flour tortilla is not used for anything else the sauce they use is not the sauce they use for burritos or enchiladas or anything like that it's a definitely a specific sauce for the mexican pizza so Mm. (laughs) meanwhile pizza hut is using a regular slice of pizza folded in half yeah a pepperoni (laughs) pizza slice folded in half with no difference Exactly. You know what? Brian's exactly. right. I stay. I stand with Brian on this 100%. Badger Williams, come back with better argument. You you yeah, lost this yeah. round. Yeah. The judge oh, yeah, is not going to allow it. Let me, let me put my glasses on for this one. Oh, yeah. Throw my glasses around. Yeah. Well, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's love, a good look for you. Love you. Uh, love you, Badger Williams. Yeah. You're great, Badger Williams. We yes. loved you in. Uh, uh, that movie all right moving on let's get to these oh, uh this is... carter says check your discord i have the answer oh oh wait what there's an answer okay i'm checking discord okay oh this is interesting the cube rule of food brian i'll put this in our chat okay please do because it's on its way Hold i like on. food rules yeah food rules are fun uh i didn't even know she was listening this morning she took her dog today that's good for me because i don't have to deal with those dogs today all right here we go the cube rule of food 
for identifying dishes based on uh, starch locations. Okay. <laughs> this is what makes it, what's a sandwich versus a taco versus a hot this, dog. This is amazing. Yeah. I love this. It's just cubes. It's horribly drawn, but like toast is just the fl- the bottom section of the cube. The rest is invisible. Sandwich, yeah. top and bottom of a cube. Taco, sides and bottom of a cube. No Three ends or top. Of a cube, yeah. Sushi is a, is a full cube without ends. <laughs> Soup salad is or bread bowl is is a cube with the bottom and the sides and no top, and then a calzone is a fully enclosed cube. This yeah, is well, that great. Means, that means that a hot dog is not a sandwich, but it's a taco. That's a really good point. Yeah. Shit. Oh, and Tally says and burritos are sushi by this rule. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, no, because well, burritos, sushi, burritos be... have closed ends, right? They have closed ends, uh, depending. It's Sometimes either open a soup end. salad, bread bowl, or a calzone, depending on if they close both ends or just one. Yeah, but I would. If you make your if you make your burrito with both ends open, you, you've got a problem. I yeah. don't want to know who you. I are. I don't want to be anywhere near that person. Yeah. yeah who does I that? I don't want your burrito. No. Let's. We live on a planet that has gravity. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. I want a burrito that I could eat in the car, and it better have w- at least one closed end. Bizarro thinking there, man. I agree with you. Um, Jeez. Wow. All right. Well, if you'd like to be like Badger Williams or earlier today when we heard <laughs> from Ben, you can send us emails of your own, themorningstream at gmail.com. That's themorningstream at gmail.com. I want to thank some brand new patrons that have joined the show since we last spoke. Stephen Madsen, Willow McLaughlin, Glaughlin. I don't know how I said that weird the first time. Yeah. And Scandrel the Game Cat. Ooh, I love that name. Scandrel the Game Cat. Uh, All join us at patreon.com slash TMS for tons of reasons. Uh, Many include never have an ad, uh, always get bonus content every every day, stuff mailed in the mail. We got a T level. I mean, we do so many crazy things for such little commitment a month. I mean, a dollar a month will get you in and give you a lot of those basic uh, rewards. Go read up on it, see what you like, and become a patron today. And our uh, heartfelt thanks to everybody who is already one. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS. It's a brand new month, too, so good time to get in. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. And if you'd like to uh, find us on Twitter, we don't don't mention this very often, but you can find out when live showtimes are, our funny little posts here and there. The uh, Just morning stream. There's no the morning stream on Twitter. Brian's at Coverville. I'm at Scott Johnson. Hey, Brian, play music. Yes, sir. I have two things first. Uh, Number one, if you're in the Denver area, we are having a Denver Tadpool meetup uh, November 10th, Thursday, to see, um, well, to see Wakanda forever. Uh, Basically, that's the way it goes. We're going to go see Wakanda forever. Um, I believe we are anyway. I have to double check that because... Is that not the day? They were coming back from the concert, and we get back in time to see... Yeah, I'll need to double check that. I believe we're seeing Wakanda forever. (laughs) Um, I also do want to set up a Denver Tadpole meetup to go to Anderson Farms, which is a pumpkin, zombie, corn maze, go-karts, fire pit kind of thing to see if people want to go we we did that a couple years ago with uh nikki and clark and i want to do it again and and, and get a bunch of people together because that is a fun time yeah sounds great uh, anderson farms and all and all spring for the uh for the fire pit because we have to we have to do it there um all right so those that that's that also 
uh, everywhere in the world, if you want, we have a brand new Tad Pooley Feud survey up. Go to either the Discord or the Facebook group, and you'll find a link. Jeannie's been awesome. She's been posting in both places. So uh, go fill out the new Tad Pooley Feud uh, survey. We'll be using those questions probably starting in about two weeks. Nice. So uh, yeah, so so get there and sure. uh, and put your posts in or your guesses in. Very cool. And I pick them in random order, Scott. So don't think you can go there and read them and cheat and see what what questions are. And, oh, I never even want to know. I want to find I out know. if the if a nurple booby is a true bird on its you know in real time. <laughs> right, the nurple booby. Yep. Uh, all right, now let's get to our final song of the show. Uh, Mike Bacholik, who was nice enough to send us a couple of spider grabbers, said, October 3rd is my birthday. I will be 56. I hope you guys are practicing your spider grabbing skills. Thank you. Oh, my Signed gosh, by. 56. You get one of these. Happy birthday to you. That's a, that's a high watermark there, dude. Well done. It is. And uh, uh, I've, I've been looking for spiders in the house because I want to use it. I like, <laughs> you know, I've got my fake spider. I've got this little guy right here, but uh, he's no good. I want to re- so practice this a real You're actively spider. looking for spiders to use your spider I'm actively catcher. looking for spiders because I really want to try this thing out. So, yes, uh, soon I will be able to, to answer that question. Um, anyway, hope you're having a happy birthday, uh, Mike. He wants to hear any song from London Grammar uh, as a cover, and uh, I'm happy to say London Grammar's done some awesome covers. The one I chose today is their cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. This was recorded for the BBC Radio 2 Sounds of the 80s album from 2014. They do an amazing job with it. Here is London Grammar. See you guys tomorrow for a brand new DMS.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.